You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. Okay we are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? Hey, hey, hey. Hi, sisters. Hello, sisters. I'm Scout. I'm Mads. And we are the sisters behind OK Says Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Feel free to, you know, swoop in and smash that subscribe button. Ooh, smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Yeah, but like seriously, if you like us, like subscribe and yeah, rate us five stars and leave us a review and all yeah, the all yeah, the above. All the yeah, all the semantics. Um guess what? What? I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that. Bad. Oh my god. <laughs> Enough. Wait, I <laughs> I wish I had kept a Oh my god, you and that song. I mean, jeez. It, it evokes something. It ignites something within me. Yes, I can tell. I am you were dancing like a fucking lunatic. I am such a If a you guys fan. follow us on Instagram and follow our crazy stories, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, I just look insane, but um yeah, that song is just a true banger. I haven't like hit the clubs yet to, <laughs> to really experience it in full force. I don't go to any clubs, but like I, I haven't been out since like knowing that song or since that song's been like. I think it took off in the last week. Like people, yeah, are just literally obsessed. in like one week. Yeah, and so I'm like, I want to go wild, but I'm I've cut myself off from going out. No more. Well, did someone get too <laughs> drunk last weekend? No. Was no someone a little hungover and couldn't <laughs> drive down to San Diego for? A party? Let's just let us get that. You called me Saturday morning. I literally thought you had the flu. You sounded like death. I I actually have not been that hungover since uh, college. Yeah, you were in bad yeah. shape. Yeah, that made me never want to drink again. Except then I drank that next day. Yeah, you drank the next day. No, you but had, like, like I don't want to drink like that heavily again. That yeah, was no, just a you. that was a mistake. And you puked, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that was a mistake. Um, don't go to a gay bar and take tequila shots from your gay best friend. I'm just gonna say that. Oh yeah. That's the Lesson that's learned. the moral of the story. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. All right, moving right along. Um, congratulations are in order. Yes. Ari and Lauren have given birth. From Thank the, the fucking Lord because <laughs> she looked like she could not even hold herself up with that belly. No, yeah, it was she was ready to pop. If you guys were following the like baby Instagram, okay, also that baby Instagram has two hundred and fifty thousand followers. Yeah, that makes sense. Not Do really. You know how many followers like Kylie Skin has? Yeah, but she did, she only has like well, not only she has a lot. She has like what seven eight hundred. I just wouldn't expect her baby Instagram, who's not even born yet, to have two hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> I mean, it 000. was just like the content was real slow until it got <laughs> it just like zero to one hundred real quick. Like she looked like she was just like had eaten a burrito, and then the next day it was like she was yeah. a bowling ball about to fall over. But she was a beautiful pregnant lady. I mean, she's she was just glowing. like a little like she's like a little wooden fairy, not wooden fairy. What do you call it? That is a very strange <laughs> adjective. No, 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 no. what's the not wooden, yeah, wooden. Fairy. I've never like heard a that before fairy. in my entire life. Like, like you, you're a fairy in the woods. Oh, okay. So she's a fairy in the woods. <laughs> I'm sure she'll appreciate that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Anyways. super excited for them. I've been rooting for them since the beginning. And um, I would like to go on the record and say that Scout is the biggest Batch Nation hypocrite out there. She still has not watched one season of Hannah B season. Episode one episode. I know. I don't know. It's like there's something stopping me. I just. Yeah, it's not compelling. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the thing it is. Has, it has. Like, the thing is, the guys are really good, and you have to watch it because Paradise. I'm just kind of like on an anti TV kick right now. Like, I don't yeah, want to watch TV. Yeah, that doesn't, that's never happened to me. Um, yeah, no, we know that. <laughs> we know that's never happened to you. You watch a copious amount of TV. God. Sometimes. Or, well, I don't really sleep. That's probably why I. I consume so much. Oh, I sleep a lot. Yeah. Um, um, I have news. Wait, we didn't. Um, oh, sorry. Just one little tidbit to interject about Batch. Um, everyone, please go listen to um, Batch Party, Bachelor Party by The Ringer by my favorite woman ever, Juliet Littman. It is just the most premium analysis of every episode. Thank you for yawning in front of my face. Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> it's like 813 already. Um. Anyways, she does an incredible breakdown of the episodes and if you want to get like really analytical like i do about batch and uh um get into theories and shit okay like i'll say next it. time i see you not tomorrow because i'm seeing you tomorrow but after that i'm not coming to la next week p.s fucking a i am staying in san diego for a whole week and a half and i could not be happier um i will sounds watch miserable. no it sounds like heaven on earth I want to get out of this shithole. Um, oh, my God. Do not hate on my city like that. I hate L.A. Um, anyways. I'm so sorry I will, out there. I love L.A. I will. On your side. Okay. I will catch up to The Bachelorette by the next time I see you. you which means you literally have a month because I'm go- we're going to Israel. We are podcasting before we go to Israel. Okay. Great. So you have like two weeks. Yes, I have two weeks. Great. I can do that. I don't know, dude. You haven't got th- through much of Game of Thrones. I know. It's taking us. Well, because the problem is is that we have to watch it together. Yeah, that's hard. That's how so my, my best friend is also watching it with her boyfriend. She's like, ugh, I just want to go home and watch it, but I have to wait for him, and it's like a whole thing. Yeah, and Adam gets home really late, so I can yeah. really only get in one episode before I'm like, I got to go to bed. Yeah, that's yeah, that's rough. And we can't get to it every night. Yeah, that's, that's a little, yeah. Because what if I'm out with a girlfriend and having drinks, you know? Is that something you do? Yep. 
that is something I do now. Wow. It's like a new development in my life. Wow. I'm really, I'm really right in that. So. Okay. okay, what's your update? Um. Okay, so for those that did not listen to our Fix Me Up episode, we did a whole episode on mental health since I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I have made the decision with my psychiatrist to wean myself off one of the drugs that I've been taking because the side effects are just too great. Yay! But I just, will you be bipolar? I will always be bipolar. <laughs> I, I mean, like, will you be sad? Yeah, we shall see. Okay. I got my patchouli oil balancing my mood. Oh, I got you a, I got you um, I got you a birthday present. Ashwagandha? Nope. <laughs> I asked for ashwagandha for my birthday. Okay, well, I'm not gonna tell you what I got you, but I'm just letting you know I have ordered your birthday present. Is this something I'm gonna like? Oh yeah. I, it, I paid for it. It's on its way. I literally told you that I wanted ashwagandha. Okay, well then just wait to see what I get you. Also, can you sur- can you plan a surprise party for me? Okay. I told Ben and he won't do it. Okay. And like, I've never had a surprise party. And I, okay. I tell people every year, I drop hints. I'm like, guys, I that's all I fucking want and no one ever does it. Okay. But now you can't do it because then I'll know. Yeah, you'll know. Dilemmas. I Maybe next I'll, year. Yeah. But, like, just know that I really want it. Okay. So just, like, do it. Okay. 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 I, I hear you. Okay. Okay, so that was, oh, that was the update. Okay, that was great. my update. Great. We're I will be sharing we'll my progress. Welcome you back into the skinny bitch life. I will share I'm my totally progress. I'm, no lo- I'm, no th- I'm nowhere near skinny bitch life. Well, I just wanted to tell everybody so I can be held accountable to make sure that I'm feeling good on a daily basis. Oh, but um, you're going off medication, so you're not going to feel good. Well, I'm staying on another one, so I'm still going to be on meds. Yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm just starting. This one was just like my short-term memory was shit. I couldn't wake up in the morning. I gained 18 pounds. Like, just no. The side effects are just no for me, so. Yeah, those are all really bad. Okay, should we do word of the week? Um, one other thing. Okay. I went to Nichelle this morning. Yes, you did. I saw you. Nichelle. You say that you never post on your Instagram stories, your workout routines, but you posted. So yes, this was the first time I think this whole year. I think ever. Yeah. Um, so I, well, I don't post in the class. I just posted after because I, okay, I don't know if she's listening, but because I thought she would repost me, but then she didn't, but it's okay. Um, I was trying to be thirsty and I was, cause she usually reposts people who like take selfies after. And I was like, she did respond to it and was like, ha ha. Didn't she put you in the front row? She put me in the fucking front row, which is fine. I love the front row. Her brother put me in the front row. Aaron. He was screaming at me. I was like, I physically cannot go any faster. Like, I swear I can't. I'm trying so hard. (laughs) It was the worst day of my life. Oh my god, I love when Aaron yells at me, and he like, he, I don't know, he, I, it's just, it's so empowering. Sounds kinky. <laughs> Sounds kinky. I think that's his appeal. That's He's like, has all these hot girls in the front row, just like. Well, he's a beautiful specimen of a man. Yeah. I mean, both of them are. Nichelle. Yeah, they're both just of them like, are gorgeous. Sh- the jeans in, in that, that family. family. Yeah. Look at us. I know. We love Nichelle. Um, We're going to get her back on the pod. I know. She was like, hey, Maddie, it's been a month, right? And I was like. Yeah, because you guys have upped the class pass credits on cla- on Cycle House. How dare they? How dare they? It's now they? more than a Barry's boot camp, which is just like it should be illegal. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. But I'm going to still go. I think I'll I'm cough up s- the points for you, Michelle. I'm going to go to Pilates next week. Good for you. Well, it's a big deal. I haven't worked out in like three months. I know. I, every time you're here, I ask you to work out. You don't want to. Because I don't bring my shit. I have and my hair have done. Bar. I go yeah. my dry bar. You know what I mean? I got to yeah. work this. Like you know, Pilates. Oh, oh my God. I wait. could do Pilates and not ruin my dry bar. This is this is the most amazing business idea that I've just thought of. Oh, lay it on me. We need to create 
a dry bar situation that's one, one like within a workout class it's like part two of the workout class you schwitz and then you like get your hair done but it's like discounted because you have such painful jewish jew froze okay I have a you know what i that mean business you, is not gonna this is what go you do anywhere. you have to prove that you actually have a jew fro you have to show your, your show my picture your that 16 i show year everybody old, your six-year-old self with uh, in my license photo which if you saw this you would discount me some dry bar because i look insane and then you would just put it in the workout class and you get some sort of discount okay so that I mean, you can work out because literally the blocker to you working out is because you don't want to get your hair. I mean, I'm the same way. Like tomorrow I'm going to go to bar method because I don't want to schwitz. But it's like I would love to schwitz, but I just did my fucking hair for an hour. That's an hour I don't have back. How much TV do you watch, Matt? I'm getting like a really enraged. I know. And I'm kind of schwitzing right now. It's like really hot in here. We're I like how always okay, we, we started this intro. We're like, what, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and we just like, had okay, talk. I have to go because I'm meeting somebody. Oh my God. Do you know, do you want to get me away? I love you, get but I, I have, I have a date with my friend, Sarah. Okay. All right. Say the word of the week. Okay. Yen, a strong desire. I have a strong desire to create this fucking business idea. I'm going to pitch it to Dry Bar. I'm going to say, you need to have some sort of identification. You're going to, I'm going to show you your bat mitzvah photos to see how big your hair was. And then you can get a discount. Your bat mitzvah photos are so prime. <laughs> I'm going to, we should post them to OKSIS Instagram, please. So premium. Please post I will, those. I will, I will, I will. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta get my hands on those. Okay, let's talk about our guest, who is fucking fabulous. Oh, holy shit! I found the perfect three adjectives. Okay, to let me hear them. Her. Well, first of all, her name is Loey Lane. I mean, just YouTube princess. We got the lowdown of the. You know that we're like so interested. We about got the, the business side of YouTube. No, but we just like are so fascinated by the YouTube community and how how influential it is yes. and i just i didn't understand it until i was just like th- in the james charles of it all and then i was like oh my god this is this is huge like this community is huge so she's very much in it um and we talk a lot of back-end stuff about, yeah about business about how to monetize your your um videos and what it takes to get there which i thought i thought was so fascinating i didn't know any of that yeah it was very compelling. Um, i know we're just like if you're are looking to get into youtube this is this is this the, episode, the for episode for you okay here are the three adjectives adjectives to describe her fierce oh yes galvanizing Ooh. pioneering oh my god yes so she good. talks a lot about body positivity and um kind of building women up instead of tearing them down to societal standards and pressures and yeah. she's done a fabulous job at and that. And she just launched a brand called Love Anybody, and it is products for anti-chafing. Oh, my God. Sorry. What is wrong with you? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Allergies? Is yeah. That- sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um, anti-chafing, which, like, you guys know, I mean, we don't have thigh gaps, and we are schwitzy, so. Like, and we're going like, to Israel, so we need it's it. It's, like, the product for us. And then also um, stretch mark cream and just to, like, fully hydrate your skin and just, like, help the, with the texture. I mean, it's just brilliant, yeah. and she has completely built an amazing community that has helped her build these products and make them the best that they can be, so she is just stellar. She's such a delight. She's such so inspiring. I was, like, really inspired at the end of our interview. Oh, dude. She was so cute. I too. know. And um, I really liked her denim dress. I kind of want it. I know. 
I should, have asked, I should have asked her where she got it. I know. It. We, were, we were all just like schwitz. I've said schwitz way too much today. Yeah, you, we say it a lot in the episode, Sorry. too. So get ready for that. <laughs> okay. Okay, sisters. Enjoy. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring-summer collection, and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. 
Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. Loe Lane, founder of Love Anybody, is a body-positive influencer and content creator, best known for her story times, shopping hauls, and tutorials. For the past five years, Loe has worked to empower women of all shapes and sizes, inciting an honest and open conversation about real body issues. Having married her high school sweetheart, Loe became a young military wife and found herself feeling isolated and struggling to find friends. She turned to YouTube to connect with people. It wasn't long before she built a community of other viewers interested in her story time beauty content, and hauls. At first, she only filmed from the waist up because she felt insecure with sharing her full body sizes online. Looking at TV and in films, she struggled to find people who looked like her. Determined to not be held at to society's beauty standards, she filmed a bikini haul to confront her fear of going out in public in a swimsuit. It went viral overnight. Other women were inspired, and for Loie, it was the realization that encouraging women to embrace their bodies by truly loving herself was her calling. To date, her YouTube channel has over 2 million subscribers. Hello. She used the platform to address a message of body positivity and self-love, becoming a confident hashtag body boss, and leading voice for inclusive beauty and fashion. Without further Further ado, Loie. Oh my God, can you introduce me at everything? Please? Okay, that's damn amazing, girl. Girl, <laughs> what is going on? We have uh, so many questions <laughs> for you. We are so excited you're that you're amazing. Here. Just oh like God. that intro you just knocked my socks Stop. off. Ow. Okay. Okay, and you also said that we're triplets, so we're now triplets. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before no, we started like, recording, we have like the same hair, pretty much. I mean, mine is it's like curly. F- as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all curl pattern. Yeah, exactly. We were just talking about. 
about this before that Scout and I have Jufros and we've completely like ruined <laughs> ruined it to the core. And now it's just like straight and now nor- it's normal a dry bar here. situation. It's a dry bar situation Love up in for here. All of us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> same, same. But okay. thank you. That was a yeah. I honestly you are my hype woman for life. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I mean it's all you. It's all you. All right. So before we get into everything, mm-hmm. Loie, let's do current fixations. Okay. okay. I will Scout. start. Uh, so we've talked about her on the pod before. I'm obsessed with Billie Eilish. Ooh. Like, okay. okay. So I've only, I only know two of her songs. Like, I'm not like a huge like fan <laughs> where I like know her whole entire album. But I cannot believe she's on mainstream radio stations. It's very yeah. confusing because she's super dark and twisted, which I absolutely love. And then I heard on the radio one day, because yes, I listen to the radio, um, <laughs> that she only wears baggy clothes. So that people won't comment on her I body, heard that, yeah. and I like my heart. So she did a Calvin Klein. She's one of the Calvin Klein models, yeah. And they did like the whole like in my Calvin's, and she's still like in her whole right. baggy clothing. And she says the reason I wear baggy clothing is because no one knows what's underneath this, and no one can judge me. You don't know if I'm skinny. You don't know if I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thick. You don't know. That's like so unfortunate. It's so, so unfortunate. It's, I mean, I respect yeah. her choice so much, like, because it's so not the norm. And she's, like, made herself, like, known for her fashion choices. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is so sad that, like, how old is she? 16? A 16-year-old. Six, yeah, 17-year-old girl. That societal pressure that's, like, to so, cover up. so sad. But I, I don't know. blame her, honestly. No. I know. That, I, I mean, that's either. what I did. I have huge boobs. And right when I got them, I got them when I was, like... 13 years old mm-hmm. so i wore I, i'm currently hello oversized <laughs> shirts yeah. to hide you know, them you've never worn tight stuff Mm-mm, never because yeah. i don't want to show my boobs off it's so i got a lot of unwanted attention by like old men yep that's uh, right the worst. Yeah. right <laughs> the worst the worst sorry old men listening to the one token old man listening to our podcast <laughs> yikes okay billy eilish yeah you know um still don't get it. Oh, my God. I'm so here for Still, it. Because I'm, I'm like a little goth. Yeah, you have an inner goth. I'm a little goth. I like that. Like, I used to wear, I wear um, usually all black, like Doc yeah. Martens listening to emo music. Yeah. Ooh, we love that for yes. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Love I feel like um, that was kind of like my Twilight phase for me, where, like, I was, like, yes. reading Twilight and, like, dressing like that every day. And now Twilight is in, like, its renaissance. So, like, Do you think they're going to do a remake? I... I feel like people are obsessed with it again. Because they've, like, remade Spider-Man, like, 30 million times. I just feel like anything can get remade now. I feel like I'm really scared that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and they're going to announce that they're, like, remaking Harry Potter or something. That's too much. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, yeah. Maybe because we just weren't as like invested in Twilight. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching Twilight with my husband, and right when on New Year's Eve because we had no plans, and right when the New Year's mm-hmm. like it hit midnight, it was the sex scene. I was like, "This is like the weirdest New Year's <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life." Yeah, some vampire sex to ring in your New Year. <laughs> to ring in fabulous, my New Year. fabulous. Okay, great. So my current fixation, guys, the song "Truth Hurts" by Lizzo. I cannot. Do you know it? Mm-hmm. You've oh. been singing it in the office. Oh, I'm like, I just took a DNA test. And I'm a hundred percent that bitch. I just like say that over and over. And I over know again. you've said it like four times. Yeah, today. it's I mean, I can't get it out of my head. It is such a banger. You've my heard her other music. Right? Of course. I mean, like everything. Literally, I think I captioned a photo the other day. Um I'm a thick bitch. I need tempo. Yeah, yeah. Te- tempo is gonna say tempo <laughs> so is good. such a good. good song with Missy Elliott. It's just like, where did this woman come from? She is uh, a goddess. I feel like she got like really famous overnight. Oh yeah, it was it was very quick because my husband sent me her stuff, which was random. 
yeah she's, well, she's been around the block for a while she had a um she had a huge song that was in uh what, what was it barbershop she did okay. the good as hell. Um, uh, yeah, 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 I got my hair down. <laughs> oh, I that's her. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh God, she's having a moment, and I hope it lasts we forever stand. for her. We love her. We stand her. Yes. Honestly, her outfit at uh, the Met Gala was everything. She, she looks so. She's fabulous. I'm like, wait, do I need to change my answer to Lizzo? Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, your turn. Okay. Um, I feel like you guys have such like normal, like grown up answers. <laughs> it's like musical artists. It's like classy. It's like fun. So I've been playing a lot of um, this game. It's called My Time at Portia. I never shut up about it. It's literally like the most fun thing I've ever played in my life. I have an, a Nintendo Switch that my brother bought me last year for my birthday. Oh and my I've only God. picked it up like a handful of times. Like it's like, I'll play like Mario Kart or, you know, what like games with him. You used him. to play Mario Kart. Really? Nope, never played oh, Mario I, Kart. <laughs> on Wii. I have a 22-year-old nope. brother, so he still plays a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I haven't picked it up that much, but then this game came out and it's like, it's like set in the future and it has like a lot of like, um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with like Studio Ghibli, like Hayao Miyazaki movies. Nope. It's all like <laughs> uh, Japanese and it, it's it's incredible. Oh um, it takes a lot of like influence from that. And it's like a really artistically beautiful game. You like farm on it and like build stuff. <laughs> like Sims? Like Sims. Literally like Sims. Oh, exactly like if Sims. I, okay. like, I would play Sims again. More structure than Sims, like not as like open as Sims, but like like Sims. Wow. Except you can get like a cow. I miss Sims. Sims with a cow. <laughs> like Sims with a cow, and also you can build things, but you can build things in Sims. Too. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah. I used to have like roller roller coaster tycoon. Do you yes. guys remember that oh, game? So good. Yes. Holy shit. No, okay, I'm so interested. I always feel like video <laughs> games are out of style, but they're oh, like no. very much mm-hmm. still in the zeitgeist. Talk to my husband. What? He plays video games. You've mentioned really? your husband, like, Sorry. I think 15 times I know, because it's just podcast. becoming, like, really relevant. <laughs> everything we're talking about is, like, tying back to him. Got it. Um, he plays <laughs> Destiny. And, see, yeah, she makes money. God bless. Um, he plays Destiny, like, all the time. He's a What's huge Destiny? gamer. It's like a killing bam bam. Like, see, this is where alien The problem shit. is stemming. We should be playing Sims plus Farm. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Let's play cow games and not, like, shoot people. Yeah, like, no, I'm all for that. I love it. My brother is the same way, though. He plays, like, those games. But then he plays some really cool stuff, too. Like, he'll play, like, games like their Sims plus cow. Like, he played one uh, that was, like, zombie plants. What? He, I know. It's very strange. He's the a people that come up with these things, <laughs> like... Yeah. There's like we know what people will buy. <laughs> no, it's Zombies. like a whole world. You it's, can go to yeah. school to be, to like create yeah. video games. I mean, no, it's an incredible. It's a it's a huge it's an industry. Yeah, yeah it's we're just like huge. really removed. From I'm it. really bad at video games. Yeah, we were I never coordinated. The no. only one we did was a uh, Guitar Hero. I was so good at Guitar Hero. Guitar I got to Hero medium level. Hard. That was hard. I got to medium level, and I was proud of myself. I practiced every day for like a month. <laughs> My parents were musicians, so they banned Guitar Hero in our house because oh it's said that we had to learn real guitar. Yeah. And I was like, I don't feel like doing that. So <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. It's okay. Well, our mom for forced Mads and I to take piano for like, and you didn't take it as long oh as God. I did. Yeah, we would have. I took it for eight. Yeah, I took it for eight years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my mom is a professional pianist, so same. Wow. <laughs> oh, Do you still play? Awesome. Yeah, I mean, not not well, mm. but I still play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um. I took lessons like I don't think that there was ever a time I didn't take mm-hmm. lessons but like you know you just fall out of it and like lugging like a giant keyboard from house to house just like you know it, it didn't wind up happening but I do still play my brother is actually so so good at it he's like super skilled really um, and he still plays like every single day 
Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Didn't get the bug. I wish I kept <laughs> going, man. I could I pick know. it up if I like hired yeah. somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> push me yeah. I feel yeah. that yeah okay we have to get into you yes I am so excited <laughs> yes. so first I just want to talk about mm-hmm. YouTube and YouTube community and culture and presence sure. and like just the I'm monster, s- that, the is monster that is YouTube I'm, I'm now like beginning to understand the influence of YouTube stars and just how pertinent they are into our society especially right. with the whole James Charles fiasco which we we love him. We 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 did a whole podcast about that. Anyways, um, so talk to us about how you started your YouTube mm-hmm. presence. Where did it develop, and, right. and why did that that start? So I granted I had like made YouTube videos like coming out of high school, like literally like summer coming out of high school, um, and I was so embarrassed by them that I wound up deleting all of them, and I'm so sad now because they're such little. They were such gems, such gems. Um, I thought I was truly doing the Lord's work with my nail polish collection videos. Uh, but Damn, <laughs> we need to, <laughs> we should like email YouTube and be like, can you guys like take it from your, from your archive? While like, we're at it, let's take all your singing videos back. I oh, know. I deleted those too. I, I did the same thing. Yeah. I was in high school and I was so scared that everyone was going to see them. So I deleted <laughs> them all, but I, they're nowhere now. It's that so sad. Because yeah. it's good content now. Totally. Like honestly reacting like, to old cringy videos. Yeah. I love that. Um, So I wound up starting again uh, when I was living in the middle of nowhere in Kansas. I couldn't get a job. I had like great work experience prior to this, like in retail. And um, I felt like I was living in the middle of nowhere, could not get a retail minimum wage job to save my life. I knew nobody. I was in my apartment all day, every day. And I was just so lonely um, and so like desperate for connection that I wound up talking about makeup, and you actually said part of the story uh, when you were doing your fabulous intro. <laughs> um, I only filmed like makeup videos from like here up because at the time I just didn't see any like bigger women on YouTube. Like there were no curvy girls. There was, and I, I don't think it was anything where that wasn't like allowed. I just think no one had really branched into that. What year um, was this? Oh my gosh, what would that be? Two thousand twelve. Okay, wow, long yeah. ago. Um, okay. Yeah, so way, 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 way back. Um, There was only a handful of body positive plus size bloggers. And as somebody who has mostly been, you know, a curvy, like bigger girl my whole life, like I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable like going on camera and like presenting myself in a way where I was like, here's what I'm wearing and I feel great in it. But I did feel okay going on and being like, here's my makeup. I feel great in it. Um, And then just slowly, like it wasn't a secret. People obviously knew I was like, a bigger girl so it would just be like you know I love that top where did you get that top and it kind of like went from like that to people asking for outfit advice and me just finding like amazing content creators throughout the time mostly tumblr um oh my god, god bless tumblr r.i.p tumblr i love tumblr, tumblr. <laughs> i need to reinvigorate that shit yeah it was a great platform i know it really was and i go on it every now and then gone. yeah yeah sad Anyways. um but I, at the time, I remember so distinctly, there was like a movement of plus size women wearing bikinis and it was called hashtag fat kini. And at first I saw it and I was like, oh my God, like fat kini, that doesn't sound like a nice word. And then the more like, it, it just slowly like sunk in my brain and I was like, I can do that. Like, that's fine. Like everyone else looks great in that. Like I know that I could rock that. So I bought one. I never even wore it out of my apartment. I just put it on my YouTube channel. And then that video got 50,000 views, which was insane for me <laughs> at the time. 
uh, and I just I just kept talking and then that it was cool because my viewers got to kind of watch me go almost grow up um, from like being this really insecure like still kind of in the mindset of a high school girl into like being like a woman and feeling confident and feeling like assured in myself. So I love this idea of things going viral, especially because I think that a lot of people work to hit that viral sweet spot. What was that like for you? How did that feel to have one of your videos go viral? And then after that, what was the aftermath effects? Um, like, honestly, like, no bullshit. The way when it went viral, suddenly I was out of this tiny bubble of mostly women who completely supported what I did. And I was just open to the public. And it was a lot of people saying some not so nice things. Um, but overwhelmingly, it was so positive, and I would I, I was seeing those comments come in, and I was seeing the negative ones too. But I kept thinking, like, it, it almost was like you know that anticipation for you like get a shot at the doctor or something. Mm -hmm. It was like once I saw it, I felt like that anticipation was gone. I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Like, it you know it hurt, it stung to like see people like ridicule the way that I looked, especially growing up with that, you know. Um, but after that, I almost felt like. It literally was like, oh, I can do that again. You know what I mean? So it was like I I kind of figured out my personal formula in terms of um, going viral. And that sounds weird, but I think it's different for everyone. And everyone knows what will perform on their own channels and their own content. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a rough time, but also the best time. <laughs> I started a blog for a hot sec, mm -hmm. and I remember somebody emailed me. And she said, you're easily the most annoying person on the internet. And I remember how much the that stung. And I was like, place. really? I'm really, bitch? I'm the most like, annoying? How did you find my email? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> I am the most you annoying. went out and sought out my email. Yeah, and wrote That's me like fi five pages of like how shitty I was. And it hurts when you get comments yeah. like that. I'm yeah. sure. How do you deal with that? Um, You know, a lot of therapy. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Um, Amen. Like, honestly, just recognizing that it really doesn't have anything to do with me, which I think is kind of like cliche to like repeat, but you know, even if it is at the end of the day, let's say they make a comment about like my size, my body, whatever it might be. Even if that is like my thing, that is my body. That is a reality. It's their like predetermined like judgment. And it's like the way that they were raised. It's the person that they are, that they would even say something like that. Um, when there's not like th there was literally no need. So I try to remember <laughs> on good days. I remember that it has nothing to do with me on bad days. It kind of like gets in my head and um, I feel so fortunate that I have such a great community behind me who believes so wholeheartedly in the body positivity like message and the movement and um, who has been listening to me drill into them for years and years that like the way that you are in the skin that you are right now is perfect. So I feel like they remind me of that when I'm not doing so hot uh yeah. yeah it definitely has come kind of full circle where sometimes they have to pick me up too <laughs> yeah and that, I mean that's what a community and mm -hmm. I mean you have built such an incredible backing and that's kind of what I love about the YouTube culture there you feel so connected mm -hmm. to to the watchers the viewers right. the watchers the viewers yeah. but I kind of want to ask you more so well, before we get into like the po body positivity facet of your life YouTube specifically you've been around for i mean seven years yeah, seven on years. youtube <laughs> i mean how have you seen it change the landscape mm -hmm. of it 
Um, I mean, there's been some dark turns with it, and we've yeah. seen a lot of YouTube stars spiral because right. it really can get it can make you huge. So how have you kind of stayed grounded and stayed within your space, but then also like expanded and mm-hmm. taken over the YouTube? Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, definitely YouTube has changed so much in terms that I don't think that seven years ago videos that were filled with like the negativity and drama that they are now would get the kind of like clicks and watch time that they do now. Um, we definitely as a society are super focused on cancel culture and just like no matter who's done what, whether they deserve it or not, like no matter what is going on, it's like, we're so ready to like get involved in the drama, to drag out the receipts. And like, I feel like there are so many instances now in like every community, like nobody is safe, beauty, gaming, like nobody in any of like the YouTube, uh, like what would you even say? Like the different like subsidies of it. Like no one is safe from that. And I think in a way it's probably good because people should be held accountable. Um, And in a way it's like really bad because there's a lot of negativity spiraling everywhere and that's what trends and that's what gets views. Um, I think that the way that I've remained like true to my core message and what I want to put into the world is just by remembering that while it may not get all the clicks in the world now, it's, it's more like something that will grow and like blossom. And like, it's like a flower seed that's been planted and not like a weed that shoots up really fast. That was really poetic. Yeah, damn oh my girl. God. Go girl. <laughs> no, it's true. Dr. I mean, Seuss could never. <laughs> Dr. Seuss could never. I'm using that. No, but it's true. I think a lot of people when they're trying to enter this space mm-hmm. are expecting virality, like what kind of what you had in the beginning and catapulted yeah. you. But it really is about that that steady growth and just being patient with it and i don't think people are willing to be patient yeah i mean it it like it can take people years and Mm -hmm. years and years and years to uh to take off so to speak um i think a really good example of this who's not really in my community uh i don't know if you guys have ever heard of him his name is mr beast on youtube he's been making videos for a decade and wow. he only took off within the last year. And now he's one of the most subscribed channels on the platform. That's crazy. And he like, he just has like fun videos that like make people laugh. But yeah. like for years, he just like tried to figure out like his own niche, like what worked, what he was interested in. Like, I think he made Minecraft videos at one point. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he like, he danced all over the place and it does take a lot of patience. Mm. And at the end of the day, if anybody was struggling with the idea that like, I want it now, you know? I think um, it's important to remember, and you guys probably know this as well with your own following, that, like, the people who come in steadily and, like, organically and naturally, like, they're the ones who stay. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you get someone in for, like, a quick click, that's cool. Um, They're not going to stay. In the end, they're not the ones who are going to support you long term most of the time. And be loyal. You need to, like, catch on to that loyalty. (laughs) Absolutely. Talking about building a community with slow, steady growth being kind of the best way. Let's say someone's listening to this podcast and they really want to start a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. What tips would you give them to get started and help grow their channel? Ooh, that's a... Honestly, it's so interesting because I think I was asked this when I you know, kind of first popped off and like the answers are so different from how they are now. Um, I, it's a lot harder to get monetized now on YouTube. So I would say, 
um, not going into it thinking you're going to make money <laughs> is super important. Uh, the threshold now is like 40,000 watch hours or minutes. Is minutes more acceptable? I don't remember. <laughs> but it's, like, it's like a crazy number. Yeah. Um, I remember my brother was making like gameplay videos and trying to break into it. And he was like, this is crazy. Like just like the threshold of like when you can even get ads on those videos to get paid. Okay, so, so you're saying, just to back up, so you're saying you have to upload a certain amount of minutes. You have to have a certain a amount view? of minutes watched. Viewers. So wow, okay. not only do people have to view you, they have to, to watch, watch you. Okay. That's the amount of minutes, in, which you can't really control, but except making, you know, content that you think that is like. gripping. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and then that's when you can buy into the, like, ad mm -hmm. space, and then they... Do you get to pick the mm -hmm. ads? No. Okay, interesting. So oh. you just kind of be like, okay, YouTube, I'm ready to like mm -hmm. make money. And then yep. they just do whatever ads. Yeah. So I think wow. like just even putting that into perspective, like anyone who would want to create a channel, like it sounds kind of sad when you say it like that, like, hey, don't expect to make money. But I also think it can keep you authentic. And I think it can help you figure out, okay, what is it that's important to me? Like, what is it that I want to spread? Because that's going to be what you foster the most. And now more than ever, it takes that patience and it mm -hmm. takes that like grinding and working and like figuring out what it is that you want to throw out there. Uh, so I would just say, you know, being yourself, having like your story to tell and having something new or unique to bring to the platform, even if you don't know it yet, is what's going to get you seen now. Um, so you mentioned before we started recording that if you cuss on a YouTube <laughs> video, you can't be monetized. Is that true? That is 100% true. That seems wild to that me. That is like fucking maybe. wild. That is <laughs> fucked it up. We would fuck never be monetized up. on YouTube. <laughs> no, we would never. Every other word out of our mouth is I fuck. I mean, I've literally that's become so like I like never even cuss in my real life now. Like hardly ever because, because you've had to I'm filter so it. Used to it, and like wow. people, people even you know comment on it. Like, and it's not in a bad way. It's just like, hey, we know you're 26. You don't have to say heck. Like, but, but you have like, to. Of course I do. So that's yeah. like, is that is this the only platform that does ad space that way? Because podcast and Instagram, you are creating an exterior relationship with, with a brand. Ad, yeah, you sure. vet them, you choose them. They have to integrate into your content mm -hmm. seamlessly. Where YouTube, it sounds more of like they are just picking the ads for you. Yeah, I mean, I, that's interesting. I don't think that any of the other platforms that I'm based on work that way. Um, yeah, that's but interesting. The YouTube yeah. algorithm is pretty heavy, and I, you know, part of me understands it because there have been so many scandals, and um, yeah. there has been a lot of like. I, I think they're just trying to protect people, especially children, which we all can agree is like the top priority. Mm -hmm. um, but then at the same time, they're walking just a weird fine line, and I, I hope you know, I hope. One day I can say shit without, you know, like my whole video <laughs> getting demonetized. But That's insane. Have you ever loaded something where you like forgot to edit it out and then it you like just not, couldn't get not money for cussing or, or anything? Okay. No, I, because Wait, it's what so are the other? What are like, the other? Um. Well, like limitations. Sometimes I get demonetized if it's a body positivity related video. Really? No. no. I've gotten demonetized on bikini videos before. Um, which again, it's one of those double-edged swords where I guess I kind of see it, but also I'm like, screw you. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's screw crazy. You. I mean, have you, um, I mean, Sarah Silverman right now mm -hmm. is on Instagram and she's doing this whole push. You kind of remind me of her. I just realized oh. that. Oh my God. <laughs> the Jewish like loudness. Yeah, that's probably it. 
Um, no, but she's on Instagram. She's doing this whole push towards um, letting women's nipples be able mm-hmm. to not be flagged on Instagram. Because sure. anytime you post with nipples, they, they take right. it down. And she posted something with her nipples and was like hiding with whatever. And they took it down. And then she and she it said like we are taking this down because it's obscene content. And then she like was trolling Instagram was like men's nipples and then a woman's nipple. And she was like, which one's the obscene content? And like just freaking out. I mean, it's, it is absurd. And you're in a bikini. Like, come on, what? Yeah. Yeah, No nip showing or anything. There's a weirdly fine line. So for example, bikinis are technically advertiser friendly. They still might get flagged. And then I have to go through an appeal process, which can sometimes take days. Um, And sometimes it'll happen before the video goes up. So I don't publish it and then not make any money. And sometimes it won't happen until the video is up. So it's I walk into every situation, never really 100 percent sure. Um, But that's, you know, it's just kind of the name of the game. It's a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There's such a range of ads, too. Like you would think like Mm -hmm. specifically there are advertisers that don't want to uh, advertise on podcasts that Mm -hmm. cuss but there are some that do so it's like it is strange that on youtube there can't be a sliding scale with that Mm -hmm. like i don't know that's so interesting yeah it's like all or nothing yeah so how does it work you get a commission of the advertisement Mm -hmm. space so they just write you a check yeah so they run basically yeah they take um a percentage of the ads that they put on the videos and then i get a percentage of that um but i also obviously work with brands just like you guys do um, which is another huge part of it. Okay. And that's through Instagram. Yeah. Well, or, I mean, YouTube too. Oh, I, just I like, you yeah. can just mention them mention in the video. Them. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's a whole other added layer. This is so fast. I know. We're like <laughs> so <laughs> removed from YouTube. We need to like get in there. I was going to say, do you guys want to do it? <laughs> oh, my, oh my, God. my God. That means we have to look good every day. <laughs> and then we have to know how to edit. Look, I look good <laughs> for this interview here because we like are at a fancy place. Mads <laughs> and I like podcast like, in yoga pants and like... God bless. Yeah, I mean, you know, you really only have to film from like the waist up, so it's like okay. So I wear pajama wear pants on pants. the bottom oh, and yeah. then like a button up on yeah. the top. I have worn many a crop top with my Nike sweatpants. Amazing. And, like, not the cute kind, like not the holy the kind. Like amazing. Yeah, <gasps> I love that. <laughs> okay, so we need to talk about love anybody. Yeah. Which you sent us the product. Oh my god, they're sitting on our desk right now. I, I showed them to my to mom, and she was like, "I need all of that." Oh. I mean. I need it too, but like she, so she had two C sections with us. So I was like, I was like, Mom, you could put this on your stomach, the stretch marks. <laughs> and she was like, Fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> you did this to me. I was like, Sorry, sorry, my head was too big. Sorry, <laughs> but you can, Mom. Yeah, you can. It's wonderful. You can do it. Yeah. So talk to us about the evolution of this. Mm-hmm. Why did you feel like there was a? I mean. Yeah, chafing is a thing. We right. don't have thigh gaps. Like, and no one. T- when I found out there was a thigh gap, I'm like, you've got to be fucking. Yeah, another me. thing that I, I can't went in the mirror. Uh, I went in the obtain. mirror and I was like, do I have a thigh gap? I was like, nope, don't nope. have a thigh gap. If you like, if you if you stretch your legs out like wide enough, then you'll have. Yeah, a thigh but I'm gap. like, is really we need something <laughs> else? We need something else. It like, I was so pissed to, when I heard about that to be like beautiful. Yeah, yeah in ridiculous, the eyes of the media especially. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, body positivity has been like the core message mm-hmm. of my entire like career and everything I've ever done on social media. Um, And I did kind of feel like, you know, at a certain point, I had told my story over and over and over again about being the fat girl in the room, as I've coined it. And it's a great experience to share, but I can't put myself into, like, let's say your shoes and, like, know what your body experience is like. But I do know the constant comments that I have gotten from people for, like, seven years 
So every time I would wear shorts and every time, you know, I was like in a bikini, like anything, the number one comment was like, okay, so what do you do for chafing? And then, um, you know, the comments would just roll in of like these really kind of like life hack answers of like putting deodorant there or like baby powder there and stuff that should not, you know, between the legs, under the arms, like wherever it is that you naturally chafe. Um, just shouldn't go there. And then also a big one that I got was about, you know, just stretch marks and how um, I just handle when they happen and moisturize them and so on. Um, and so definitely Love Anybody was a brand that I felt like filled a white space in the market in terms of I didn't feel like I could just say, hey, this is how you prevent that, prevent that or this is how you um, nourish that and, you know, hydrate your skin and so on and so forth. This is how you implement this into your self-care routine. So for me, um, it was definitely something where I feel like I've had so much uh, luck in terms of like just having those comments for years and years and years, knowing what people were kind of missing. Um, so we have a great core four of products right now, two for stretch marks and then two for anti-chafing. And um, it's just a really, really, really phenomenal line of great products that work seamlessly into anybody's self-care routine. I think the best brands and products mm -hmm. grow out of listening to the customer mm -hmm. and listening to your audience. Right. I mean, you obviously experience these things, but it's this validation from right. this community you've, you've built being right. like, what do you do for this? What do you do for that? And you're like, oh, shit. Like, wow, other people yeah. are feeling this? Like, okay. Like, everyone, I'm, you yeah. know, just, like, very normal, like, things that we've always been taught to, like, view as, like, bad or, like, yeah. flaws or, like, you know, we're told that, like, you know, chafing might only happen on one body type or, like, stretch marks only happen on one body right. type and they're negative in some way, whereas they're really normal. Yeah. They're, like, totally normal human, like, body things yeah. Yeah. that happen on everyone, no matter what your size is. And, like, they're not something that need to be, like, erased from your body or fixed. Like, there is no need to, like, go into anything with, like, a quick fix. It's more focused on, like, healing and being gentle with your skin and just focusing on loving the skin that you're in as opposed to, like, you know, going into it with a super harsh, like, negative, not totally. so body positive and, like, not good for your mental health approach. Yeah. So, so walk us through each product mm -hmm. because I'm going to Israel and it's going to be schwitzy as fuck. So I need some <laughs> of the chafing stick. Do I just, like, put it in my bag and then I can just rub it on in the middle of the day? Yeah, queen. Okay, great. Because I wear, like, biker shorts under my dresses because it's, like, yeah, gets I, to be an listen, issue. Listen, I have done that for years and years and years. Yeah. I have done the biker shorts under mm -hmm. the dress things and then, like, literally have, like, photos on my Instagram where they're, like, popping out. And I'm like, oh, I would have liked that photo a lot better if weren't there. Yeah. Um, so in terms of our anti-chafe products, there are two products in that, one of which I have brought because I literally, I throw it in my, in my bag every single day. We have an anti-chafe ointment um, that comes in like a squeeze tube and it's more um, focusing on, it's more focused on uh, nourishing the skin if you already have chafed or um, if you're just kind of sensitive in that area. I think that, you know, um, Definitely, we all, like, know how that feels, especially between yeah. the thighs, like, you know, rubbing raw, basically, mm -hmm. or under the arms, under the breasts. It's literally, you can use the products absolutely. Ooh, under the breasts. Under the breasts. That's what <laughs> I That's use for you. Yeah. I don't wear bras because I hate mm -hmm. them. And yeah. so, like, the boob sweat is a real yeah. situation. Yeah. Well, so the um, anti-chafe ointment, it goes on kind of cooling while not being, like, menthol-y or okay. anything like that, you know? Ooh. It's not, like... 
because for me I know like sometimes my skin can be super sensitive if something is like too menthol-y or you know whatever mm-hmm. um, so it just feels really cooling and hydrating on the skin so I find myself applying it like five times a day with how hot it is outside yes. <laughs> um, uh, the stretch mark stick the anti-chafe uh, stretch mark stick see I'm like all tongue tied yeah, I know you're um, fine <laughs> <laughs> the anti-chafe stick uh, it is made to obviously I can show you guys um, it literally looks like it's like a little deodorant stick Ooh. except it's not a deodorant so it's safe to you know be put on your skin yeah. <laughs> um, definitely I've tried the deodorant hack and it never worked for me so mm. this is really cool because you get that added bonus of like the convenience and it goes on so easily it also dries down to a nice matte finish mm. and it prevents that friction from ever happening I don't know about you but I get really sweaty between my thighs and I like it's definitely something where it doesn't sweat off. It doesn't, you know, mm. you can reapply if you are like super sweaty and it like goes on exactly the same and grabs onto the skin the same way, which is really nice. I know we don't like to be sticky and wet. And yep. like, you know, those are not fun words. No. The yes. M word, we the call, we word. Say, like, We say schwitzy. Right. So, like, so it's a Yiddish word. Is Yiddish and it means like perspiring, sweaty. Sweaty. Yeah. sweaty. So we're like, we're always schwitzy. That sounds yeah. like, a, <laughs> I actually really love that. <laughs> <laughs> You can take it. Same. You can I'm <laughs> always, always sweating. Like, yeah. A- out of every pore. Yeah. Um, so especially <laughs> our kind of girl. Yeah. Um, so they're really great. They dry down matte. They don't leave you feeling tacky. And then our stretch mark mm. products, we have two. Um, we have a stretch mark serum that's made to go on first. And it has phenomenal ingredients in it that are really made to target areas where you you know, your skin is stretching. Um, is this for after the shower or when do you apply it? Um, usually I apply after the shower. Okay. And, you know, especially if your skin is still a little bit damp, it will, like, grab onto that moisture mm. a little bit better. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. Like, if you're just, like, a little bit damp still from the shower or anything and then you, like, apply, like, your moisturizing products, mm-hmm. it's just, like, everything, like, sinks in. Yeah. Um, I have super sensitive skin, so I... I have to moisturize like the minute that I'm done or else I am a scaly dragon and it's not fun for anybody. Okay. But the stretch mark serum um, is made to really like target those areas where your skin is stretching. And obviously stretch marks are beautiful and they're something that I think, again, we've been taught to view as flaws or we've been taught to view negatively. Um, And again, they're so normal. We all have them in different places. Um, I was actually watching a video of this, sweet young girl who felt so insecure about her stretch marks mm. that she got them lasered off oh when she no. was like 16 oh and no. like that's just not okay and we can't keep viewing them in that way we can't keep um looking at stretch marks as this negative like bad like skin thing mm. because it's so normal and it's just it's just the roadmap your body's been on so um, I love that. <laughs> the roadmap your body has <laughs> been on. So these are really made to nourish and hydrate your skin in a moment of stress and stretching. Um, and obviously they can be used on older stretch marks as well. It'll help a little bit with just like texture and um, just smoothing out the skin and just hydrating. It mm. just helps a lot with that hydration. Um, I know for me, if I, I get a new stretch mark, I can be a little bit just like uncomfortable in that area because of the sensation. Um, and then the stretch mark cream, I've gone through six bottles of, I think. Damn. It's like crazy. <laughs> um, I use it all over as my everyday moisturizer. So you okay. can use it all over the body as your everyday lotion. 
or just in areas where you might um, have a stretch mark or two. Uh, it just really depends. Everyone, I mean, my mom, my friends, everybody pretty much uses it as an everyday lotion, though, because it dries down so fast. Um, and like the ingredients in it, your skin just looks gorgeous after mm. it goes on. It like looks like glowy and hydrated and it dries down matte. So you're not sticky. Um, and that's that. just such phenomenal ingredients in all wow. of the products so to really hydrate and nourish your skin. Let's talk a little bit about product development because you're a YouTube star and all of a sudden now you're making all these products. What was the process like to create each of these products? Um, I mean, I was fortunate enough to work with a partner who um, has a lot of brands under their belts, um, and they just know the process. Like you said, like my expertise is in YouTube and talking to people and like kind of knowing how to tell them that these products are out. Um, but my partner's brandable. They definitely have some phenomenal, phenomenal brands under their belt, and they have the expertise and um, obviously the knowledge on developing products. So we went through many, many samples. Um, you know, I know the products have only been out for a few weeks now, but they're something that I've been testing for, oh my gosh, like eight, nine months, wow. close to wow. a year. So, um, so you were really involved yes. in the process. Yes. 100%. What's it like to yeah. see it come to fruition? That must like, just be amazing. Mind blowing. Absolutely ah. crazy. It's so weird. Like, I just had all these like little lab samples sitting around my house, you know, like various like iterations of them and um, getting to test them out in their infancy and seeing what they wound up developing into. I like I refer to it all the time as like I felt like it was just like this little baby brand. And now I'm like, oh, my God, you're like a real thing. Yeah, yeah, you're just like a real thing. Like you exist in Target. You're like your own ah! powerful, amazing self. So it's been crazy. And um, definitely getting to see I think that the other thing was that they they were like my dream products because it was something I had struggled with so much um and that also like my followers who obviously like I've been with for years and years and years at this point had struggled with and been so vocal about so it uh, just nothing short of like amazing and I love them and they are my children <laughs> Everyone needs to go and run and get. Yes. So they're, they're at Target? They are. They That's are. huge. <laughs> That's they're insane. They're in select Target stores right now. And also anybody um, can get them on Target.com. The branding is impeccable. Can you talk a little bit about it and how you kind of landed on yes. the branding that you landed on? Um, in terms of like packaging or just in terms packaging, of. Packaging, yeah. logo design. The yeah. Each product looks amazing. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, obviously, ultimately, the consumer was like and, and these people that I've been listening to for years and years about, um, you know, chafing and stretch marks and other things. Uh, they were the ultimate like, you know, the ultimate ones to please. Um, so, you know, things like the anti-chafe stick. It's like it's all about the convenience. It's all about being able to toss it in your purse and use it on the go. Um, you know, I really... I've become more mindful of like my impact on the environment for sure. So it's something where we didn't want a bunch of like bulky, unnecessary packaging. And that was something, um, you know, I was really conscious of going in. Um, and then like with like colors in the packaging, I like sat there with a Pantone book and just like browsed. <laughs> and there were definitely, um, I mean, there were other colors that we toyed around with, but I think uh, pink and blue are actually my all time like favorite colors. And I, it's just, I, I love the way that they ended up. 
looking. It's just so striking on shelves for sure. It looks so exciting and so fun. And I wanted them to be a joy to to purchase. I wanted them to be a joy to like implement into your beauty routine it, instead of something that was just the there once again to like act as a quick fix or, um, you know, wasn't fun or yeah, just to work into your everyday self-care. I would just want to say real quick, this is like amazing. You're so inspiring. And I was just thinking about my own body and all of this conversation. And so I have a little bit of stretch marks on my butt. They're pretty faint. There's just a few of them. And honestly, like hearing you talk about it all and then I'm like trying to develop an opinion on how I Mm -hmm. feel about them. I'm like so good with them. Like they can can sit there. Like I'm fine. I really do not need them to go away. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I think we're the same scout. Like I have a little cellulite on my butt and I work out every fucking day. Mm-hmm. So it can't be, you know what I mean? It's like, like I'm doing everything quote unquote to prevent right. it. Right. So I've just come to terms. It's like, this is natural and right. this is my body. Like no one can be right. like, you have cellulite. Oh, you don't work out. I'm like, no bitch. <laughs> like yeah. I am. It's just, it's very Which interesting it's like crazy, for me. Isn't it? That like yeah. people Some even people would approach like uh, once again a normal human thing that they probably have too yeah. uh with like such like a uh, like vicious you know attack yeah. um you know i think that even like the women that we are taught to see as like perfection like mm. these women that were we were told to like idolize like the most famous women in our society right now like the kardashians mm. they have it and they work with it and mm-hmm. they're proud of it so i'm like you know what we can too Um, the more that we accept the way that we look and not even just like accept it and be like, all right, this is what I've got, but like love it and honor it and go into our relationships with our bodies, knowing that it's a lifelong, uh, and hopefully positive relationship. We only have Mm. one. We can't get out of it. Um, the more that we do that for ourselves, the more that we impact the others around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've always come at it with this idea that my mom instilled a lot. God bless your soul. Love her. <laughs> She's still with us. She is here. Don't worry. But um, she instilled a lot of her insecurities in me and mm-hmm. we crash dieted together and we, you know what I mean? Um, and she recognized, you know, we, we can both look back now and be like, all right, that wasn't like the most healthy thing we could have done. Um, but I think that when we make that change, we can impact our sons and daughters and like then on and then on and then on Absolutely. until a point where hopefully everyone understands that we're all just human people trucking along. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like Amen. shout out to our mom real quick. Whenever I'm naked in front of mom, mom, she always says, you have the most beautiful body. She says that to me every time. And like, that's really powerful. That's and she's really been saying that to me my entire life. She's yeah. like, you, you uh, what could you not look amazing? And you look amazing mm-hmm. all the time. Like she mm-hmm. instilled in me this like confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. She did it right, man. She yeah. did a lot of yeah. things right. That yeah. is, that's, I mean, when you, uh, when you're told that like what you got isn't just like good enough, it's like perfect. Perfect. You're beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're good right now. Um, and you will be no matter how your body changes and how it looks like that's so powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So you've made a career out of championing, championing <laughs> self-love. Yes. Do you think that was something that you were, that you were given to innately? Like you had just grown mm-hmm. up with this stellar sense of inner mm-hmm. confidence or was it something that you worked on or both? 
yeah, I know to the inner confidence um, whatsoever. I mm. grew up as an overweight child and my family was also overweight. And um, it was something that weirdly we all picked at each other for. It, it was a very like strange environment um, where we would comment on each other's weight and then like make each other not feel so nice and that was literally what I grew up in was like being okay with like commenting on someone's weight or like being okay with like making these like offhand comments and it wasn't that my parents ever um blatantly like called me any kind of name or you know what I mean like they weren't like sitting there telling me I was like fat or ugly or like anything like that but there was no we were made to feel a certain way about food if this even makes any sense yeah um I don't know how deep into that I can go but like just like made to view food negatively made to it it just wasn't the healthiest environment so tax that into uh then growing up with you know kids who think that they can comment on everything and say whatever they want (laughs) uh I was definitely bullied a lot for my weight growing up and then it was actually weirdly and do not recommend um my run-in with my eating disorder when I was in my teens that led me ultimately to a place of like enough you know um and that wasn't right away it took a long time and a lot of recovery and some really dark times um to even come out of that okay but in the end um especially when I gained weight after, it was something where it was kind of sink or swim for me. Like I had to accept, okay, I'm going to gain weight and I'm going to be okay. And I'm not going to like, you know, I I think that people with an eating disorder, it's like you think if you gain weight or you you think if you eat too much, whatever, you think you're literally going to like die. Um, It's like, (laughs) it's intense. uh, Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of came to that point where I was like, okay, I can't, I was so miserable Mm -hmm. and I had been miserable for years. Um, And then believe it or not, I mean, it was on YouTube. It was literally on YouTube that I like grew into this place of like loving my body and feeling good in myself and feeling like I was not just okay in my skin, but like beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I I don't think I'd ever really felt beautiful before. That's so sad. But I I think that a lot of people can probably relate to that. Um, And again, it's just the more that we talk about it and the more that we strive to accept ourselves and change that narrative for other people, um, the more I think we can prevent that from ever happening again. Yeah. You are so inspiring. I'm like, like well, I mean, I, I, you know, quote unquote body positivity Mm -hmm. and the self-love movement, it's kind of unfortunate that it's been such a buzzword because it is something so important sacred sacred and something you know we can throw up a hashtag body positive on Mm -hmm. Instagram but no that's not like the work comes from within and you know growing up I was so in tune with my body and I Mm -hmm. loved it I never kind of compared myself it was it was interesting and then I think in the past couple years I saw I saw that shift, right. which, um, and you know, it could have been due to a number of external forces, but uh, what I had to come to terms with was that, oh yeah, there's, there's like, like a dog there's fight, there's like a dog fight going outside. on out there. <laughs> there's like legit a dog <laughs> fight happening. Like us too, us yeah. too, we love our bodies <laughs> We too. love our bodies. <laughs> um, but what I've how come weird. to recognize is just a lot of it is how we want to be perceived, right? A lot of it happens right. with 
and it starts with society and how we view different bodies and what we idealize and Mm um it's I've just had to like come back to that space where I'm like, wait, wait, what, what do I like to look like and feel yeah. like, and how do I feel healthy? Yeah. How do I feel my best? Absolutely. And that's all that matters. And just yeah. like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's journey a lot of every woman, obsession. every woman has their Closest. own story when yeah. it, when it comes to even the women that we would categorize quote unquote as perfect in the media they sit there and they pick themselves apart as well. I mean, it's like, just no it's, one ex- is exempt at all. Yeah. yeah. Everyone struggles. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. We know that you have to go on to your next engagement. <laughs> I know. So you're like a busy woman. <laughs> yeah. But you're un- like unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. Body boss. Oh I God. love that. Did you trademark that? You should get that trademarked. Uh, that's a great question. Yeah, you should <laughs> get on that. That is great. It's a great I one. Body love boss. our body bosses out there, though. Yes. I think that that's the ultimate like message, though. It's just like, no matter what it is you've got to do, no matter if it's like, just looking at yourself in the mirror every single day and saying like one nice thing about yourself, mm-hmm. just like setting out and making those positive steps, like you're gonna look back in like no time and realize like, oh my god, like the way I treat myself is so much better and I am so much happier. Yeah. Also, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to interject this and (laughs) and then we'll end. But I've been realizing lately, like I've, um, I felt a lot of, not pressure, but I've, I've felt a lot of myself self second guessing things that I've posted on social or being like, Mm. oh my God, I'm taking two of my selfies. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait, selfies are the OG, like self love I love type me of situation. Like you're literally like, damn, I look good right now. Like I'm going to yeah. take a photo and, and in this light and like, right. why not post it? And we always say this like 2019 is the year of us like not giving a shit about what we post. Like love we that. are posting what we want and I've adhered to it. Yeah. I've been posting a lot lately. You and your presets. Giving, yeah. I've been presetting that shit up. It's like you and your presets. Yeah. Well, like, no, I'm with you. Just do what you want. Like if you feel good, just post it. I think historically right? women have been told that like we're supposed to be pretty and like, you know, adhere to this like idea of like what we're supposed to do to be pretty. But yeah. then if we know we're pretty, then that's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, you yeah. don't like, you don't know you're pretty. Yeah. You don't like <laughs> own that you're pretty. Like, and I think that like what you're saying, like that's an act of self love in itself. Like, yeah. post the damn selfie. You yeah. know what I mean? Amen. Oh my God, I said, damn. Wow, YouTube, like, they're calling. They're calling. <laughs> Are you like, like freaking out? <laughs> No. You so went out through you went through a whole episode and all you said was damn you're good. Girl. I know. <laughs> no, she said shit. Oh, you did say shit. We'll you did tally. say it once. You did say it once. <laughs> no monetization on this podcast. <laughs> okay, tell everyone where they can find you. Yes. Find love anybody and everything. Yes, so you can find love anybody at select Target stores all over the country right now, as well as at Target.com. I would also highly recommend that you follow our social media at Love Anybody Brand on Instagram, especially. Uh, we are producing some really, really cool content that's not even just related to the products. It's just related to continuing to spread this message of self-love. And it's, you know, it's it, it's not just a product. It's a total movement. And we are here to spread the body boss love. Um, so you can find Love Anybody there. And then you can find me at Loey Lane on YouTube. Uh, and then Loey Bug on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Beautiful. And you can find us at OK Sis Podcast. (laughs) Thanks, sisters. (laughs) 
Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 